Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. This is Ecclesia Principles, and the principle that we're looking at today is results-based reality. We started looking at it Monday. And again, Ecclesia Principles, Jesus said in Matthew uh, chapter 16, he said, on this rock I will build my church. In the Greek, that word church there is actually ecclesia. The ecclesia was, at the time Jesus spoke this, it was the name of the legislative body of the Greek city-states. That was really the only use for it at that point. That was the group that, if you would, affected culture. They voted on what would be allowed, what would not be allowed what they would do, what they would not do. That group did that. And if you would, the Ecclesia is designed to be God's culture builders, God's people who influence and help shape culture toward His will, toward His direction. And so with that, Ecclesia principles are principles that we, as the people of God, part of the Ecclesia, the called out ones to help shape the help shape the culture toward God that and that's every Christian we're called to do that that we use these principles we're talking about principles that we can use to help guide us in the shaping of culture and with that results-based reality is a very important one to understand we've we've looked at a number of them and there, there's, there's more principles than I, I put in the, quote, Ecclesia principles. There's a lot of uh, smaller ones, but we're trying to look at major ones that we have to understand and that they have to be implemented. These, these are the big rocks, if you would. Now, today we're going to look again at Matthew chapter 12, verse 33, because, again, we're talking about results-based reality. Jesus said here, Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. You see, our culture today, and especially since the 60s, has been trying to engineer a new society, engineer a new reality. And the, the capstone of that, we talked about Monday, really comes down to a lot of the gender identity. God made man. He made humanity, male and female. God identified the genders. Social engineering is trying to remove the boundaries that God has created. You see, let, let me just throw this out. <laughs> um, it's kind of a little side journey here. But what is happening in our culture today, and, and this, this is a, a part of understanding uh, Ecclesia principles, is, is that God established boundaries. He established boundaries on gender, male, female. He, about, he established boundaries on marriage, one man, one woman. He established boundaries for nations. Acts 17, 26, he established their times, their seasons, and their boundaries. God established those things, 
And if you look into our society today, ultimately the agenda, you can identify it however you want, but the agenda is to eliminate the boundaries that God created. If God put a boundary on it, then the social engineers are trying to remove that boundary. They don't want God. Again, going back to the 60s, remove prayer, remove God, uh, remove the Word of God, pull it out of society. We don't want God. They're wanting to eliminate His boundaries. And with that, and, and, and I'm going I'm to use a phrase that uh, you might not, some people wouldn't like me using this phrase right now. But you've got to understand the framework of this term. Again, the, the, some of the earliest stuff really started in the late 1800s. And that was the formation of, of the group that wanted to remove God and church from education. They, they started in the late 1800s, and they worked, and uh, they had some advanced in the 20s and 30s, 40s. Then they really began to gain steam in the 50s and then especially the 60s. And in the 60s, along with the social engineers, let's remove God, take prayer out of school. Let, let's remove God. Let's not talk about God. All of those things, they, they, made, they made those progresses from that. And if you would, they are progressive in nature. That's, that's a term that they use for themselves, that they are progressives. And it's ultimately designed to get God out. Now, with this, the whole thing has been designed to re-engineer society according to their wishes, how they think it should be. And you may remember a certain politician a couple years ago that used this as their slogan. But it fits, and it's ultimately designed to be a part of the social engineering. And that phrase is build back better. We want to build back better. In other words, the, the social engineers feel like they have gotten to the place that they have eliminated a lot of God's influence in our culture, in our society. And I'd have to agree with them. They, they have uh, they've went to great lengths and have been very successful. And the churches sit by and, and, and watch them do it. And now... They are at the point, and this is why there has been a shift of uh, more aggressive action, because they feel like they have torn down most of the things that need to be torn down. It's not been eradicated, but what's still present has been left in shambles. That's their view. And so now it's time to build back. It's time to build back better. And so with that, you have to have 
especially go back to Genesis, God created humanity, male and female, he created them. So if we're going to build back, we have got to, and I'm talking from their perspective, we have got to redefine humanity. Everything's been defined off of this male and female. We've got to redefine it. We've got to build back better. So we've got to get this information into our schools. We've got to get it into our educational system. We've got to get this into the young people growing up. We've got to put it into them when they're three and four years old. We've got to get it into them as early as possible so we can begin to build back better. That, it, it's not rocket science. To a large extent, just listen to what they say. The problem is, you see, we as humans, uh, we tend to think that people are like us. And there's a lot of truth in that. We're all human. But here's the thing with good people. And I dare say <laughs> the overwhelming majority of you listening to this, you're good people. And, and some of you think nobody would be that way. And the reason you think nobody else would be that way is because you're not that way. But let me tell you something. Jesus said either make the tree good and its fruit good or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. You see, right now in our society, there's a lot of bad fruit. And it's coming from bad trees. Now, we need to pray for those people to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus. We need to pray for them to have a Damascus Road experience like, the, like Saul of Tarsus had when he was persecuting the church, trying to destroy the church. But thank God he had a Damascus Road experience, got born again, and then he became the biggest supporter of the church, wrote most of the New Testament. We need to be praying for people to have those type of experiences now. But at the same time, until they have that experience, we need to understand that what they're doing is bad. What they're doing is evil. It is evil. We have to understand a results-based reality. It is destroying people. It's destroying kids. And one of the things I'll say on this, again, you know, either make the tree good and its fruit good or the tree bad and its fruit bad. You see, the bottom line with all these gender identities and, and trying to um, be you know, the transgender, ha having uh, sex changes and so forth, see, the results of that if you look at any of the statistics, depression increases. Suicidal tendencies increase. Death from suicide actually increases the further they go with that. It actually isn't solving the problem. It is making the problem worse. It's making the problem worse. That's why I call it more of a, a, a fantasy-based. 
It's fantasy-based. Now, you're a man or a woman. You're one of the two. All, all this other stuff is a fantasy. And if you try to live in a fantasy in the real world, it creates problems. It won't work well for you. God, God loves every person. God loves the people who are struggling with that. God, God loves the people who are, who, who are having those problems and, and dealing with it. He loves them, and he wants to be the solution to them, and he can be. He is. But they have to turn to him. They have to turn to him. It is a results-based reality. And thank God I've heard a number of testimonies from people that had went down this path, but then they, they got a hold of God. They, they received Jesus. And then they began to take God's truth and apply it to their heart and to their life rather than trying to have a fantasy world. They dealt with truth. And the results changed. They went from being depressed. They went from being unhappy to they had joy. They had fulfillment. Results-based reality. God's word is a good tree. And its fruit is good. Societal engineering is a bad tree. And its fruit is bad. And if, you're not, if you don't know for sure about that, just look at the world that we have today, that social engineering is affecting more and more things. And the bottom line, my big concern is, with all the gender identity and the gender fluidity and so forth and so on, all that is going to do is create more and more problems in the lives of people. We have to have a results-based reality. The tree is known by its fruit. God bless you. See you tomorrow.